Hello everybody, this is Dan Trotter, Pretty Good Bible Studies. I am in Luke chapter 23. I'm going to do verses 6 through 12 in this audio. These verses discuss Jesus before Herod Antipas. If we will recall, there were two phases of Jesus' trial. The first was the Jewish phase, in which he was taken before Annas the high priest in his house in the middle of the night, Friday morning, early Friday morning, and then he went to Caiaphas' house a little bit later, still early Friday morning at night. Then he went to the Sanhedrin in the temple, where he was formally condemned at daybreak. He was then bound over to Pilate. Pilate examined him. We discussed that in the last audio. And then Pilate handed him over to Herod Antipas. And that's where we are now. The second phase of the trial was the Roman phase, and that occurred in three instances where Jesus appeared before Pontius Pilate, then to Herod Antipas, and then back to Pontius Pilate again. We are now at the at the stage where he is before Herod Antipas, right in between the two appearances before Pontius Pilate. Now, there are no parallel passages here. This incident, this incident before Herod Antipas only is recorded in Luke 23. So we will just discuss the verses starting with verse 6 and go to verse 12. So starting in verse 6 and reading through verse 8, when Pilate heard this, what did he heard? Well, if we go back to Luke 23, 5... The chief priest and the crowds all around Herod, because this was not a private hearing apparently, they kept insisting he stirs up the people teaching throughout all Judea from Galilee where he started even to hear. So the crowds had mentioned that he had started in Galilee. So as a response to this, Pilate, now still back when Jesus was before Pilate the first time, Pilate heard this, he asked if the man was a Galilean. Finding out that he was under Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod. Now, Herod, Herod's jurisdiction was Galilee. That was part of his jurisdiction. His other part was Perea, which was the east side of the Jordan River, all the way down from the Sea of Galilee, almost down to the tip of the Dead Sea. So when Pilate heard that Jesus was, had been preaching in Galilee and had started in Galilee, he, he thinks to himself, aha, well, maybe Jesus is not under my jurisdiction. Maybe I won't have to handle this messy situation. So Pilate sent Jesus to Herod. Continuing with verse 6, who was also in Jerusalem during those days. That's because of the Passover. He had gone down there to help out, apparently to make sure that everything would stay under wraps with all those pilgrims in Jerusalem. Verse 8, Herod was very glad to see Jesus for a long time. He had wanted to see him because he had heard about him and was hoping to see some miracle performed by him. All right, the first question we need to ask is why did Herod send Jesus, why did Pilate send Jesus to Herod? Pontius Pilate and Herod Antipas were rivals. They didn't like each other, as we'll see in just a minute. They didn't like each other, but nonetheless, Pilate sent Jesus to him. Now, here's some speculations as to why. The NIV Study Bible says because Herod did not want to handle this case, and I don't blame him. You can see he was caught between the rock and the hard place. The crowd kept calling for Jesus' murder, and, Jesus, and, Herod, and Pilate knew that Jesus was not guilty, and he didn't want to condemn an, un, a, an innocent man. At first, he didn't want to. He finally gave in to the pressure, but he was caught between the rock and the hard place, and he was thinking, I can get out of this mess. I can let Herod Antipas deal with it. Could be Adam Clark comes up with another possible motive that Pontius Pilate wanted to show Herod Antipas a little bit of respect. Pilate had irritated Herod Antipas in the past, according to Adam Clark, and now he wanted to be friends with him. So it's politics involved. I don't really think so. I think the main reason was he wanted to get out of having to deal with the unpopular with the difficult trial of Jesus. 
Now, Herod Antipas, this is the same Herod who killed John the Baptist, by the way, the son of Herod the Great. His headquarters was in Tiberias on the Sea of Galilee. Tiberias is on sort of the southwestern side of the Sea of Galilee. It's still there. It's named after the Roman Emperor Tiberius. I've been there, actually. just looks like another Jewish town now. There's no record that Jesus had ever preached there, and Herod Antipas, as a matter of fact, had never seen Jesus, never laid eyes on him until Jesus is bound over to him in this trial. Now, how do we know that Herod Antipas never met Jesus? Luke 9, verse 7 through 9. This is earlier. This is during Jesus' Galilean ministry. Luke 9, verse 7. Herod the Tetrarch heard about everything that was going on. Everything that was going on means all the miracles and all the crowd, all the miracles that Jesus was doing and all the crowds that were coming to him. He, Herod, Antipas, was perplexed because some said John had that John had been raised from the dead, some that Elijah had appeared, and others that one of the ancient prophets had risen. I beheaded John, Herod said, but who is this I hear such things about? In other words, Herod said, I don't think it's John because I killed him. So what's going on? He wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to see whether John really was raised from the dead or exactly who this Jesus was, but he never had seen him. If he had gone to see Jesus, and when he had, if he had actually physically seen Jesus, he would have known Im immediately this was not John the Baptist raised from the dead, but this was somebody new. He probably wanted to see a miracle from him too. So, so in other words, he, he, he might have wanted to see a miracle. He might have wanted to make sure it wasn't John the Baptist come back to haunt him because he had unjustly killed John the Baptist. But at any, reason, any rate, he wanted to see John the ba uh, Jesus. Herod Antipas had for a long time wanted to see Jesus, and here was his chance. And verse 8 says in Luke 23, Herod was very glad to see Jesus. For a long time, he had wanted to see him. That was probably over a year ago, I would estimate, that when Jesus was in Galilee creating all those disciples and causing all that commotion, that's when Herod first wanted to see Jesus. And I said he probably wanted to see some miracle. That was not a good statement. He did want to see some miracle because in verse 8 it says, he had heard, Herod had heard about Jesus and was hoping to see some miracle performed by him. So, Jesus gets his chance. Herod gets his chance to see Jesus. We go to Luke 23, verses 9 and 10. So he, Herod Antipas, kept asking him questions, but Jesus did not answer him. The chief priest and the scribe stood by, vehemently accusing him. So here we see the kangaroo court aspect of this. you got a mob basically yelling and screaming at the judge at the trier of fact, saying he's guilty, he's guilty, he's guilty, he's a murderer, he's a blasphemer. He's not a murderer, I'm sorry. He's a blasphemer, he's a rebel, he's an insurrectionist. And so Herod's trying to figure out what's going on. Now, some of the questions he might have asked Jesus were, are you John the Baptist? As I said, Herod was concerned about John the Baptist coming back from the dead and haunting him. Or he could have said, has Jesus done the miracles everyone was talking about? Because remember, Herod wanted to see one of those miracles. And if he had done those miracles, how had he done that? With what power had he done the miracles with? Where did that power come from? That's the logical questions he was probably asking him. We can speculate. But we notice that Jesus did not answer him. Why? Well, this is the old pearls before pig principle. You don't cast your pearls before swine because they might turn on you and trample on your pearls. Jesus had pearls of wisdom, but nobody was listening to him. It was a waste of time for him to talk. It was kangaroo court. That's why he did not answer. Answer. Now, why were the crowds of the Jewish chief priests and the scribes who were standing by, why were they so vehemently accusing him? Why were they so in such a snit? Why were they in such a panic? Well, John Gill speculates that they were afraid that Herod might free Jesus after Jesus worked a miracle. In other words, they knew that Jesus worked miracles. They were, they were 
citations of miracles all over Israel, and they couldn't deny that. And we have a hard time believing that miracles exist today, but they didn't have a hard time because even Jesus' enemies admitted that he had done miracles, and they were scared he might do another one. Adam Clark makes the comment that these chief priests and scribes would have done much better to coolly give rational measured charges against Jesus, but they didn't. They were panicked. And what were they accusing Jesus of before Herod Antipas? Probably two things. Treason to the Romans. He said he was a king. He's going to set up a kingdom. And the other, that would be before the Romans. And as far as the Jews were concerned, they were probably accusing him of blasphemy to God. Remember, Herod Antipas, he was a Roman official, but he was also Jewish. So they probably could have, and, and that kind of charge might have resonated with him. So they were probably accusing Jesus of both those horrible crimes. Luke, 29, Luke 23, verses 11 through 12. Then Herod, with his soldiers, those are his bodyguard, treated him, treated Jesus with contempt, mocked him, dressed him in a brilliant robe, and sent him back to Pilate. That very day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Previously, they had been hostile toward each other. Now, why did Herod's bodyguard put a robe on Jesus? Because they were mocking him because he said he was king of the Jews, and the people were saying that. This was likely, well, there's two options here. John Gill says it was likely an old, worn-out robe of one of the officers, in which case it would be purplish or purple-red. Adam Clark said it was, a white, it was a white robe because it was the custom for Jewish nobility to wear white robes. I don't think so. Herod had Roman soldiers with him. They probably put a purplish-red Roman cloak on him and said, Ha, 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 king of the Jews, making fun of him. At any rate... Herod sent Jesus back to Pilate uncondemned, which is one more piece of evidence that Jesus was totally innocent. Pilate couldn't find anything to condemn him with. Herod Antipas couldn't find anything to condemn him with. He knew this guy wasn't trying to start a revolution. <laughs> so there's so much evidence that Jesus was, was innocent, but the Jews were so full of hatred, they had a Jesus derangement syndrome. They just, the word Jesus just drove them crazy. They wouldn't even speak his name most of the time. They called him the Nazarene. They certainly wouldn't even call him the Christ, the Messiah. Here's some options as to why Herod sent Jesus back to Pilate uncondemned. First option, John Gill. Perhaps Herod Antipas could not understand the charges against Jesus. I don't think so. I think Herod Antipas knew exactly what the charges were. Here's another possible reason Herod Antipas refused to take jurisdiction over the case and kill Jesus. Herod didn't want to kill Jesus like he'd killed John the Baptist. He was pressured into killing John the Baptist by Herodias for political reasons. Herodias had him up there in front of all of his guests, made a promise because of Herodias' daughter Salome that Herod would give Herodias anything up to half his kingdom. And Herodias, and Herodias said, okay, how about the head of John the Baptist? And Herod didn't really want to do that, but he did it because he was under pressure. Well, here he is being put under pressure again, this time by the Jews, and he doesn't want to do it. I think that's a reasonable speculation by John Gill. He didn't want to kill him. And here's another of my speculations is that Herod Anibus didn't want to be responsible for any riot that might ensue. Well, now it's true that a lot of people wanted to kill Jesus, but there were also a lot of followers of Jesus. And he was thinking, well, maybe I'm, this is my speculation. Maybe he was thinking there might be a riot here between the pro-Jesus people and the anti-Jesus people. Now, even though Herod Anibus was scared to execute Jesus, he didn't let him loose and he could have. He had superior authority to Pontius Pilate. Pontius Pilate was just the, what do they call him, the procurator. Herod Antipas was, I forgot the official name. He was not a king. He was a go some kind of a Roman governor, governor. Tetrarch. He was the Roman Tetrarch. That's the word I was fishing for. He had more authority than Pontius Pilate did. He could have let him loose, but he didn't. 
And so since he did not, he is complicit in the crime of Jesus' murder, as Jameson Fawcett and Brown point out. He was a nasty guy. He already killed John the Baptist. Now he's guilty of participating in killing the Son of God, the Messiah, so don't feel too sorry for him. Now, verse 12 says that Herod and Pilate, formerly enemies, now had become friends. Why? Well, why did Herod now like Pilate? Because Pilate had regarded his authority and power, John Gill speculates, Pilate had sent Jesus up to Herod and said, you're the big boss, you take care of this problem. Yeah, maybe, or maybe he was just trying to get out of it, but at any rate, it, it, uh, formally, on the surface, it looked like Herod's power and authority was being appreciated by Pilate. Another reason that Herod was happy was Herod had long wanted to see Jesus. Never had a chance, now he had a chance, so he's grateful to Pilate. Now, why did Pilate now like Herod? Well, John Gill speculates that Herod recognized Pilate's authority. He said, well, I'm not going to try him. I'm going to send him back to you, Pilate, and let you do it because you have the authority to deal with this difficult situation. That perhaps could be the case. But the problem with that argument is that Pilate, I don't think, was all that anxious to try Jesus because he was worried about the volatile situation and him being forced to condemn an innocent man to death. But at any rate, whatever the reasons were, maybe it was... Uh, same mud, same blood type of syndrome. They both were in a hard spot, and they were both trying to do their judicial duty, and they realized how hard it was, and so they became friends because they both were upset with the, with the Jews. But at any rate, they were friends now. We go to verse 12. Well, we've already read verse 12. I'll read it again. That very day, Herod and Pilate became friends. Previously, they had been hostile to each other. Now, Adam Clark points out that nothing in the historical records records this hostility, so we only have the gospel account here. Here's a speculation as to why they could have been angry. I think it's interesting. This is from Adam Clark. Pilate one time had killed Galileans while they were sacrificing in the temple down there in Jerusalem. And the Galileans were Herod's subjects because Herod was Tetrarch. I forgot, I previously forgot the name of, the, of Pilate's uh, Roman title. He was a Tetrarch, which had more authority than a procurator that Pilate had. But Pilate had killed Galileans, Herod the Tetrarch, Herod Antipas's subjects, when they were sacrificing at the temple. This is in Luke 13:1. At that time, some people came and reported to him about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. People came and reported to Jesus about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mixed with their sacrifices. So Pilate had killed some innocent Jewish Galileans as they were sacrificing, and Hadipus could have been mad about that. He said, what are you killing my subjects for? You could cause unrest. Get the Romans mad at me. Maybe. Or it could have be, as Jameson Fawcett and Brown, maybe that because they were in adjoining jurisdictions, they and they were both working under the Romans, and they had different levels of authority, that maybe they had some kind of dispute over a point of jurisdiction, a turf battle, if you will. Whatever it was, they were angry with each other. And so now Jesus is back, back in the Praetorium. I, I speculate that Herod Antipas was visiting from... Tiberius up in Galilee and he probably stayed in Herod's palace on the west end of the city that huge building there so he was in the same building as Pilate where the Praetorian was and that's where Pilate operated from and so Herod sent Jesus back to the Praetorian back to see Pilate and we will take up the discussion of what happened at before Pilate the second time we'll do that in the next audio I hope you enjoyed this one <laughs> 